Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. Close to one of the most anticipated videos of the year, the must-have cash cows for round one. And there's a bunch of guys here. we got plenty to go through and a couple I missed out on. And we'll kick off with them to keep, to start it off, guys. The couple of value guys I missed out were Fatella Mariner and also Mitch Kenny there. Both guys I see as having a fair bit of upside. There's no Sonny Luke on that bench at the moment in these trials. So we will find out a little bit more, obviously, come team lists next week there. But with Kenny... If he's getting the 80 minutes, then I can see him averaging more than that 35, but there's very much every chance that he that he has Sonny Luke on that bench. So really, if we get him for, you know, the only guy on the bench there, uh, the only guy in the starting team, Kenny, I can see him as a great buy and probably about 10 points of value. Otherwise, I can see him across the year averaging about that 35. So that's that for Mitch Kenny. Uh, just all, all TLT based for that one. Fatale Marin, I think, yeah, pretty comfortably could average 45 across the year if he's getting those big minutes. We finally now know that TBJ is going to be playing through the middle. So Fatale Marin gets that spot on that right edge, which he deserves. And he's coming off a big injury a couple of years ago. So last year was him warming up into it, into where he, what he can do. And this year, I think he can really dominate. So they're the two guys I just wanted to add into this video because I had a couple of people ask uh, that I forgot them in there. Hopefully, I haven't forgotten any cash cows. And we're going to kick it off with Shawnee Bloor up top. So I've got him with two different projections, one out of 40 points and one at 17. So the 40s, if he starts, the big issue with Blory is that we were hoping that he would get that start for at least the first bunch of weeks because Bateman is still not in the country. So the big thing with Bateman, he is not here yet. We also have Joe and is not here yet. So a few question marks on Blory and Stefano Matamua, these types of guys. I haven't even got Matamua in this uh, video, guys, because you know, anyone that doesn't look like he's going to be in contention for a spot in the 17 or a starting spot or someone that I think could be a good cash cow, I've left them out of this because I think this is going to be you know the group of the guys that are pretty important and then a few that are pretty popular at the moment that I don't think are going to be a good option. So Blory... He's either going to have 23 points of value or he's going to have none. And on the right here, we've got job security, their upside, and also are they playable in your 17? So with Blory, obviously he'd be playable in your 17 if he's going to be on that edge, but there's a great chance he's going to be on the bench. So low job security, got Bateman coming in. 
uh, who's most likely going to be on that edge. You also have Joe O. So either way, one of those two guys, uh, yeah, Blory or Bateman on the edge, but you've got Joe O that can play 13 most likely, and then Bateman will be in that 12. Uh, a high upside, obviously. Yeah, plenty of cash to be made. Uh, and then yes, yes is a playable and no if he's on the bench. So be aware of that one. At the moment, I've just moved him out of my side because I don't think he's going to get the start. Isaac Thompson, so I think can see him averaging 38 across the season, which gives him 16 points of upside, which is great. The biggest of him is he's only got the spot for one round at the moment with Tane Milne being out. So will he come straight back into that side or will Thompson play well enough to keep that spot? If he plays well enough, I can see him averaging really well. He's a great runner out of uh, out of trouble, which is something they've missed out on for a few years now. So he could be that guy that they really need. They never had it with Jackson Paulo. Johnson is good, but he's not one of those guys that's amazing out of trouble. Obviously, an incredible finisher, super fast. But yeah, Thompson's that big, strong guy that could really do that for him. But job security at the moment is low. Could be higher if he gets past round one. Really high upside and definitely playable in his 17 in that tough center position. So that's Isaac Thompson there. Trent Oro there, we've got him at a 37 with plus 10 of value. So there's some talk that Sims could play through the middle. He wasn't named here on the uh, the trial team list, but you got Lioro and you got also uh, Katoa there who uh, are starting in those edges at the moment. If Lioro gets it at that cheap price under 400K, I think you probably have to pick him up in your side. You, know, you could get that 10 points of value pretty comfortably and he could be someone that does average over 40. But I think to be safe with the risk involved, I've got him at a 37. So just don't go too crazy on him. Uh, but medium job security and high upside for sure. He can get over 40 and over 10 points of value and definitely playable in your 17. So there's obviously going to be a bunch of these guys that are the high 300s that yes, he'd obviously play them in your 17. So just take that into account that there's going to be guys that are 370K, etc that uh, you know, provides a little bit less value potentially than some of the cheaper guys. You see here uh, a little bit lower down the list, we have guys like Smith Shields, Sloan, Warbrick, these types of guys that I've got at over 10 points of value, but it is because they're at such a cheap price at so the 16 price point or the 17 average price point as well. Okay, we move to Chancellor Cookstar there. I've got him at a 35 pretty comfortably there, 40 plus. In the low 40s is where he was at in really good Raiders teams. Moving to the Warriors, you know, I think there's a little bit of a drop, but still nine points of value. So if you have that little bit extra cash in that wing fullback position, I think he's going to be safer than a lot of those cheaper guys that we'll speak about a little bit lower. So is it worth just having that guy that could probably get you a mid 30s on average and you can play week to week compared to having one of those cheaper guys that are going to be, you know, more of like needing a try to get a 35 and then getting like a 10 or a 15 in other weeks. So CNK there, high job security. He's medium upside, never been a superstar scorer, but definitely some some points upside there and definitely playable in your 17. So I haven't highlighted him. I've only highlighted the, the main guys that have that 10 points plus of value, I think. But CNK in terms of job security upside and playability, he's gonna be one of your top guys in this list. A lot of the, yeah, it's really interesting this year, the cash cows, there's no real clear top tier cash cows, which happens in other years. It all, always obviously happens across the season as well. It could be around three, four, five that uh, these type of players come up as good options. So to start with, it's going to be really important to find some guys that have a little bit of job security uh, and maybe some medium upside there. So CNK, one of them. Stefano Utokamanu. So He's someone that a few people are getting really high on. He had obviously a good trial, but where Joe O fits into this and where Bateman fits into this, I'm not exactly sure where the minutes come from in terms of that 50, 45 to 50 minutes for Stefano there. And if he's getting about 
40 minutes, which I still think is pretty high for him. I can see him averaging about that 34. So for him to get close to 10 points of value, he needs 45 to 50 minutes, I think, unless he's really improved off last year because he just really had a, a poor year, did carry some injuries. But even at the start, of the, the beginning of the year there, we picked him up as, as being someone that could move into keeper status with 50, 55 minutes, and it just never happened. He didn't play very well. So let's cool our jets on him. Let's see how he plays this week. If he comes out and dominates again, then he could be in for a good year. But let's uh, you know work it out as it goes. But he has some high job security, I think, in terms of just being in the team. The role that he plays, probably not super high in terms of security with those two guys to come back still. And big minute players they are. You know, Joe O can play big. Bateman, you've got Isaiah Papali'i and you know, a few other guys there that, that could really play big minutes. Um, so good, good question marks on him. But low upside, I think, you know, probably 40s could be solid for him and definitely playable. Makatoa, I can see that first three to four weeks being solid for him, getting some good minutes there around that 40 mark and, and averaging sort of mid to high 30s. But across the season, if he can etch out a role, if there's injuries to any of the forwards, I can see him keeping that 40 minutes. Last year, they really just didn't have many injuries. So across the season, probably a 33 for him. And hopefully sort of you know, being able to make sort of 80 to 150K in that first sort of three to five weeks. You know, if he has a bit of a low break even after those first three weeks until Maddo comes back, he can still make a little bit of cash off that bench. If he's, if he's playing well, that's going to be the question mark. We need to see him this weekend and see how he plays because he didn't play amazingly well last week, but we've seen what he can do in those bigger minutes. 36 minutes, 35 is his average. So great PBM. Medium job security, low upside, playable in your, 13, in your 17. Lockie Ford. So very interesting. Jackson Ford, sorry. I used to play cricket against the Lockie Ford. Plus nine points of value for him at a 33 average. So for me with him, there's so many different moving parts in this team. You've got Joshy Curran who should get the spot. And if he doesn't, he probably will be on the bench, but then could take that spot if Ford doesn't play too great. He has had some really good games through the middle. So his scoring will drop a little bit on an edge, just given the amount of action he's going to see in terms of running and tackling. And question marks around how the team's going to go. He picked up a try last week on that edge. So... Can he lock that in for round one? There's a few question marks around that. Can he keep that spot as well? So low uh, low job security for him. Medium upside because he could definitely be someone that averages in the low 40s and makes you plenty of cash for a few weeks but could lose his spot and definitely playable as well. Matt Dury there, if, if it looks like he's going to get the starting spot, then 32 I think is a pretty clear, easy average to get. That gives him plus 15. So I feel, guys, if he starts on that edge, you have to put him in your side just, be, just for the potential there. There could be games where he picks up a 40. There might be games where he picks up a 27 or 28, but that's still money to be made. And a 40 would be hectic if you can do that. So low security just because there's guys like Jack Murchie sitting on there on the bench. You know, if we get 60 minutes out of Dury, there's still plenty of money to be make to be made. But he could switch with Murchie really quickly and get sort of 20, 30 minutes. And then Murchie uh, gets you know, the, the rest of those minutes there or something else happens. Uh, but obviously... With guys like Maddo out to start as well, that's just one less forward that we have to worry about. So maybe it's after three weeks is, is our slight worry, but some medium upside for in terms of money to be made, definitely playable in your team. Hayes Perham, with the wing fullback position pretty light on, Perham just under 300K is going to be worth it, I believe, in a pretty strong Bulldog side. So I see a 32 average for him pretty comfortably. Like that's going to be you know, hitting 43 and hitting a 21 in there, maybe a 15 in one game, maybe a 45. Uh, and, and averaging out to that 32. So medium job security for him. Looks like he's worked really hard to get that spot, but there's every chance that he could switch with an Avrilo or something like that. 
you know, there's going to be some injuries and bits and pieces. So Avrilo might just stay in the centers. And if Perrin's doing well, then he could do a good job. But, you know, not thinking he's going to break any records or, or give the world there. But 32, I think, is going to be solid for him. So medium in upside, medium in job security. And yes, to play in your top three wing fullbacks. Harley Smith Shields, I'm actually really interested in him. He's someone that's come up recently with obviously Xavier Savage going down. Rapana's going to move to the fullback position, who I think has a little bit of upside in that fullback spot, but he's getting a little bit older. Uh, the big thing with the Raiders there is they're going to be, I think they're going to be playing pretty well. So Rapana could do pretty well. Didn't put him in that value video just because I think there's a few question marks and you know some people might go for him as a pod play, but I think he's a bit of an awkward price. Um, yeah, he's obviously got sort of six to eight weeks, depending on how long Savage is going to be out and, and he can move back to the wing. And yeah, as I said, the age is a bit of a thing for him. So Harley Smith-Shields, he will come into onto the wing there, it looks like most. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Likely for the Raiders, which is going to be ideal. So he'll take Rapana's spot there. And we see him scoring a bunch of tries in the games that he has played, but he does have some great points there. So check out footystatistics.com, guys, and see where he's at because he has a nice running game, gets a majority of games over 100 meters, and I think he's going to be solid and a guy that you could plug into your side and Pretty clearly, I think he can average 30 in a pretty good team. They go left, they go right. You know, Foggs is, is running the show there. They've got plenty going on on Whiten's left-hand side as well. So looks like probably six to seven rounds. So the security's not too bad. Looks like he's clearly got that spot, which is good. Medium upside and a maybe as a player in your starting 17 because he's in that tough center position. So who do you play? Do you play Almodi if he's there? Do you play Smith Shields? Do you play Thompson? Do you get a gun? Do you get some mid-range type of player like a Miso, for example? So... That's that there. Next, we have Sloan. I think he can average 30. He averaged over that in the games that he played previously. He should be a better player than he was last time. He did get dropped. So medium security on him, just for the fact that he has been dropped before. We can't put him as high for sure. High upside, like he could you know, come out and do really well, improve his defense. Uh, if Dragons can improve as a team compared to what we think, he has a bit of upside there, but could score you a 10 for sure. Uh, and you maybe play him in your in your starting as well. But he's out for round one, so that's that. Remus Smith, I see him having four points of upside out of 30 average for him. Bit of high, uh, you'd say, job security. We've got George Jennings out. They've got a few players that are, that are injured with Olam and stuff. So I think Remus, definitely for the time that you're going to need him in that first sort of part of the year, he's going to have high job security there. You've got the low upside. He's going to be like a mid-30 scorer at best uh, and a 30 at worst if, if Storm don't play super well. And you could play him. If, you, if you're picking him up, you're definitely playing him at 370K. 
Hamiso as well, you'd be playing him if you pick him up at that same price. So to see him having about four points of upside in a team that, you know, if they go really well, he could be like a mid to high 30 scorer. If they don't go that well, I think 30 for him because his work ethic isn't high enough as a fullback. Yeah, if you compare him to a lot of the best fullbacks in the game, doesn't make enough run meters, uh, just isn't around general play enough to be able to get line breaks uh, you know, in, in and around the ruck there uh, and also be there to get set up for a try when someone goes through. But dual position is great. Um, yeah, obviously the high upside, uh, the medium upside with the high um, job security is great for him. Hamasele coming in with an injury, unfortunately. So I'm going to put him as a 30 with six and a half points of upside. When he does come back, does he see good minutes straight away? I'm not exactly sure, but security in the team, low upside, and you can definitely play him if he's there. Will Warbrick. So we've got a little bit of interesting news around him. With all those guys out in the storm system, it looks like he will play on that left wing, which is going to be great for him. With Meany, you know, going to be playing in the one position. Pap's going to be back somewhere after the first six, seven, eight weeks. So Warbrick has enough time to make you some money. If he can average 28, then he's going to have 12 points of upside, which is great. So I'm personally at the moment starting, well, on the bench there, have Warbrick and Alamotti in my emergencies. Could potentially start uh, by playing Alamotti or Harley Smith Shields, but they're definitely question marks in the moment. And we will find out a little bit more after these trials, guys. And also with those first team lists. So I'll, I'll redo one of these videos or a big one with all the different players that I think are going to be really important. But at this stage, Warbrick, Alamotti are in my side. Uh, you know, low security in terms of, you know, once those guys back, he's going to be out of the team. But can he make enough in that time? I think so. Uh, so definitely medium in terms of upside. He can make you some cash. And I'm probably not going to play him being a winger. Alamotti, bit of a question mark is if you're going to play him as well. So got him as a maybe in that tough center position. Warbrick in that wing fullbacks there. Medium job security, looks like he's won that spot. He's a young gun, which is awesome. And medium in terms of his uh, ability to score points. At 28, I have him pretty comfortably as well. Howarth, looks like he's just out of favor. He's not even named this week uh, in, in the main stuff. He's going to be playing Q-Cup, which is crazy. Uh, so rub him out of your teams, guys. If you had Howarth, he's pretty highly owned. So very much low uh, job security there. High upside for sure. And you would play him, I think, if he got the spot, but it looks like you're not going to get it. So yeah, 11 points of upside when he eventually gets there for sure at a minimum. All right, Tamari Martin. So we got him at a 28, a plus six. So it's something. It's not incredible. The 319K makes it tough because he's priced at 22, not a 16 or 17. Uh, and we're looking at scores from him playing six previously. Luke Metcalf, unfortunately, goes down injured with the hamstring. So that kind of shores up Martin's spot in terms of job security. So I've still got him in a medium because if he doesn't play well, they could uh, do a few different things there for sure. Low upside, and you could play him, I think, if you're starting with him at the wing fullback position. Okay, Ray Stone. I can see him averaging about 27, which gives him 10 points of upside there. He has sort of about medium job security there. He has the low... Upside, I think, just because the minutes aren't going to be there. And he's a maybe in your starting 17. If it looks like they've got a utility on there, he could probably play 30, 40 minutes. We'll see how many minutes he plays this week, and we can make our decision on him there. Jake Avrillo, I just don't see him as having any upside. I see him going down in value a little bit at the start of the season, to be honest with you. Averaging a 25 in that center position. We've seen what he's been able to do in the centers previously, and this is where he came in. He had a fair bit of hype. Uh, he just wasn't able to average anything good. He was in the, the 2021 range. So I'm giving you an extra five points. I think he can get that with a better team. Hopefully he improves and he really yeah, proves us wrong, but I just can't see it happening there. Very high job security, low upside, and a no in my team. Josefsky there, uh, 25 I give him. It looks like he'll play off the bench, come into that left edge when Cohen Hess potentially moves to the middle or goes for a spell. 
So him there, he hasn't really scored well over his career as well. So 25 gives him six and a half points of upside, which is not terrible, but really low upside in terms of games. Yeah, if you look at his body of work in fantasy scores, not great at all. Uh, very low job security as well. We don't know how that's going to work. And they've got guys like Lukey, uh, Mitch Dunn coming back. There's a lot of guys there. Um, and then Lucy Leilua potentially a bit later. So Josefsky, I think you just got to leave him out of your side. Tommy Talao, I've got him at plus eight. I just can see him having games where he's going to struggle, like that trial game. Obviously, that's the first game back in a long time, but I can see him struggling in certain games, getting a 15 and then getting a 35 to 40. So definitely some ups and downs with Tommy over this first part of the season, which is the most important part that we're looking to pick him up. So 25, at least for the first section, and then could improve from there if the Tigers are going well. But medium job security for him. They've really trusted him this week and given him another chance after you know him playing poorly. But again, it was first game back. Medium upside, I think you could get to a 40, but not now for sure. And then a maybe in your starting side, you know, if, if you're going Alamoli, uh, Alamoli Talau, yeah, your question there. And then a few of the cheaper guys, real cheap guys there, and you know, potentially is a number 21 guy in your side. Corey Pakes there, 24. I just don't see the upside with him. Not being able to get big minutes. He's going to be a bench guy. Uh, they got guys like Blake Moser, Tyson Smoothie, these types of guys on the you know, extended bench and, and potentially as a chance to come in at some point of the year. Billy Walters has the start. He'll play the, the bigger bulk of the minutes and just the PPM is not there. Khan Pereira, I see him having a plus seven there. With the Titans, he's not someone that's a, a big worker out of his, his end, and that's what we're looking for in a winger. He will finish some tries. Titans will score some. So I can see games where we'll get 38, games where we'll get 10, maybe some single-digit ones as well. So I personally... Probably fading him at the moment. I think there's some better options. Smith Shields, Warbricks, these type of guys before Khan's in better teams. But yeah, if you want to pick him up, that's okay as well. It looks like he's got that spot um, for now. But again, low low security because guys like Philip Sammy coming back. There's plenty of questions there. Hetherington just found out that he's been carrying a bit of an injury all preseason as to why he hasn't got in with a chance. But it looks like Fitzgibbon's going to be ahead of him for that edge. You've got Brody Jones in there as well. Hetherington will probably come in as a middle bench forward. Uh, and 24 is probably all I can see him averaging, especially in that role. If things change, we can change the projections. Franklin Pele, if we can get 20 minutes, 20-ish 20, 20 minutes off the bench there, then I think you can see him averaging 23. It's just going to be around those minutes there. There's so many good forwards on that bench and in that team. So big question marks around his minutes. So, you know, medium upside for sure. All these guys are the same. Low, low uh, job security. Probably not playing him in your 17 and a medium sort of uh, upside there. Sonny Luke as well, if he does get an opportunity, 23, I can see him uh, getting. If he's out of favor at the moment, I can't see him coming in and playing big minutes. So low for him, but a little bit of upside. Moale, we're not sure how he's going to get into the side. It looks like he's in the 21 at this point for this game. We'll have to just see how it uh, plays out across the weekend here, and we can make our decision from there with guys like him. And then you've got Trey Mooney, who just don't know how many minutes he's going to get. If he gets into that 17, he's probably only going to play the 20, so a point, point per minute for him I think is pretty solid. And then Cleesey Haas, so I see him as potentially getting some opportunities across the season. Does he get the spot in round one? Maybe. But, you know, question marks as to uh, yeah, what kind of role he's going to play. So we've got him at a 20. But again, a lot of this can change once we find out round one predicted team list. It is going to be pretty close to what we're seeing right now, guys. So make your teams according to these team lists. And just have in the back of your mind guys like Joel Fengawe, Bateman coming back, uh, and a few other guys that are carrying like really niggly injuries like um, Luke Keary with his knock and stuff like that. So... Big question marks at the moment with how the cash cows are going to shape up. There's not a heap of really good ones, but definitely some guys that will be able to do a job. There's enough at the moment. 
And which ones you're going to pick is going to be the question and, and how they go in their certain teams. Always look to pick guys uh, in a better team. If they have similar upside to someone else, you would say, just based on their ability as a player, always pick the guy from a better team, the Storms, the the Rabbitohs, the, the Cowboys, the the Sharks you know, of the world um, is a good way to, to go for those types of teams and you should be able to do really well. And guys, just if you haven't jumped into the private group yet, just going to announce early next week the prizes for winning the comp second third there's gonna be some random prizes along the way different merch different uh different things available there to win uh so i wish you all the best of luck if you are joining them as i said i will announce that and thank you so much for watching this video i hope you really enjoyed this one hope you got a lot out of it and you can add a bunch of these guys to your teams Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.